Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty. I know that we have been gone for a couple days, but Charlie and I did participate in a debate last night over whether or not libertarians slash the state, when libertarians are in power, should be involved in the culture war. I did a really rough recording of this. By that, I mean we were in a room with people, and I brought my laptop, opened it up, and recorded this as a voice memo. Right now, currently, I'm recording this intro just with my phone and my AirPods. So sorry about the overall audio quality. We will be back to normal most of next week, and happy to be back with all of you. Until then, listen to this real quick debate. We had to rush it. I'm going to warn you, we rushed it a little bit. Both Charlie and I, I think we made it through about 20% of our opening statements. I didn't really fully get to make the points because uh, we were we were running behind uh, last night. But you get the idea. It was fun. We had a fun back and forth, and I hope you enjoy it. All right. The question of the debate is, should libertarians engage in the culture war? But first, I'm going to start with two quick announcements as fast as I can in one of two minutes. The first one is uh, serious that you vote by dollars, by the way. So what is, what's in front of you is a dollar per vote. Seven votes uh, for five dollars. And Good Morning Liberty will match whatever donation comes in for our debate. So that's a serious note. Um, the ones for me. The ones for me, especially, yeah. Uh, second, really quick, um, for those that don't know, Nate's grandmother passed away, um, so he's here in spite of that, or uh, because it's that important to him, uh, so <laughs> I want to thank him for being here, thank my father. Um, my grandparents died a long time ago, so I got that out of the way, so they wouldn't interrupt me for things like this, so... We can joke like that. All right. Should libertarians engage in the culture war? I say yes. I'm arguing the affirmative, and here's why. So let's do a little quick definition. Culture is the way of life for society. And on the culture war, I'll speak to what's recently uh, been going on. But uh, so we have uh, natural rights. We all believe in the natural rights. And as it stands in this political game, which, of course, the Libertarian Party is, uh, participates in by its very nature, being a political party, um, we believe that government should protect those rights. So we live in a constitutional republic where rights are protected by a government. Uh, but more so, we, especially for children, the most vulnerable of society. The second most vulnerable would be women. And, and what I would say is I honestly feel embarrassed that I have to say this, but every single person in this room knows it's wrong to get naked or perform sexual acts in front of children. Now, some libertarians may disagree with me in here, uh, but I have to say, in the age of consent, uh, but we all know that children don't know anything, and the legal age of consent that we currently have is 18. So, there's a deeper discussion, I think, of an objective truth in this matter. That's two minutes. Shut up now. Are we good? Okay. If you guys don't mind, uh, I, I wrote a couple jokes uh, to wake you guys back up from Charlie's thing over there. <laughs> so I'm just going to do those. Wow, the, uh, the food took so long I got worried this was a communist convention. <laughs> it was amazing though, it was amazing, just joking. 
I've never participated in a real debate before, and I doubt Charlie's going to change that, but I've crushed some Twitter debates in the past, so let me see if my Twitter skills can translate. Charlie, everything you just said sounds like something Hitler would say. Just, just kidding, that's all I learned on there. We say politics is downstream from culture, and I believe that's true for the most part, but I believe it's also the case that cultures arise because of politics. As I see it, there are two predominant conflicts in the culture war uh, that I've seen in the media most often. There are conflicts uh, we've seen state governments get involved in. There's critical race theory, there's sexuality. Those two cultures clearly exist on their own. The past has been filled with many obstacles and injustices created by different forms of bigotry. What we have to ask is if those cultures have been hijacked and co-opted by politics, did our politicians find legitimately victimized groups and use that community for their own benefit? Did they further the divide? Did they incentivize the extremes? This may sound like an argument against my position, but I'm arguing that the problem exaggerated by politics will not be solved by politics. Uh, I think like many people in this room, uh, when I hear things that go against my beliefs, my libertarian beliefs, I tend to dig in a little bit more. I might even push me more to a little bit more extreme. I think a lot of people would be like that. Uh, no matter how emotionally charged or even morally correct the arguments from Charlie will be tonight, I'm suggesting the Libertarian political party does no good taking sides in a war between parents and how they indoctrinate their children. Two minutes. Oh, strict on that two minutes. Man. Okay. All right. Are you asking questions at all, or is it just <laughs> telling us time's up? Okay. So my rebuttal for this man? Sure. If you can call him that? Sure. Good luck. All right. Um, I want to remind everyone also in the middle of this debate that my opponent is not a card-carrying libertarian. So by default, you have to filter everything he says through that lens. I am a card-carrying libertarian. Proudly. So... To continue on, the, I think there's a deeper discussion underneath all of this of an objective truth in this matter. One of the problems in the culture war I see is it's uh, all about feelings. And while feelings are important and they're valid, am I right, ladies? Feelings are valid. There's also an objective truth that underlies everything. And if we don't uh, believe that facts matter, then do we really have facts on our side? Either way, we believe that there is a certain way of life or culture that leads to human flourishing, or we believe there's not. And I believe in this room, we do believe that there is a culture, there is a way of life that leads to human flourishing. Uh, some recent events that took place, I believe that Liberty won in the culture war. Now, you may disagree with me on this, but if you do, you're also disagreeing with Dr. Ron Paul, a hero of the Liberty movement. But the recent... Dobbs' decision in the Supreme Court that sent the debate of abortion back to the states where it actually belongs. I agree with Ron Paul on this matter, and the fact when he submitted the, uh, the Sanctity of Life bill in 2007 to Congress, it was to strip the federal government of its power, the Supreme Court, the federal district courts, and Congress from ruling on abortion at all, and the debate should go back to the states. I agree with Scalia and Dr. Ron Paul on that issue. Doesn't matter what side of the debate you're on, this is a win for liberty in the culture war that libertarians should be a part of, um, that actually 
advanced liberty by bringing the debate of abortion back to the, to the states, where people, if you agree with abortion, you can go move to that state if you All disagree. Right, stay in Tennessee. Hey, hey, hey. We won't disagree too much on the, the Dobbs thing, but what we're talking about, now we can talk about abortion if you want, but uh, what I figured we were talking about were things that aren't directly uh, harming people. Now we can talk about harm as it relates to physical harm, which was definitely a debate to be had on abortion about that one. Uh, for sure, but then there's other things in the culture war that we've seen, even out of the, the great state of Tennessee recently, uh, where it's difficult to define harm. And what I worry about is that I think the, the, least, uh, the least likely person I would want enforcing some type of culture would be the government. And we might think that it's okay, like we can agree that some of the stuff that Charlie mentioned in his opening statements, that those are gross, and I skip... I don't even follow lips of TikTok anymore because I can't handle it. Uh, but do I really want the government deciding that this is our culture and this is what we're going to enforce? Can you promise me that those same people who believe in that same culture are going to be in power forever? Because what you really said was that the government has the right to enforce a culture by law, which is how I think we got to the point that we're at right now. I think a lot of the movements that we have currently are because the government was enforcing culture by law. And we can agree that those things are morally uh, questionable uh, and terrible, but you can't tell me who's going to be in charge of the government 10 years from now, and you just told them that they can enforce the culture by law, and I don't like that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Uh, some people will get stuck in their ways. They don't want to grow. They don't want to change. I've definitely been there before. One thing I learned is self-awareness, learning how to understand situations from different people's points of view, to do your best to put yourself in their shoes and understand why they feel the way that they feel, which is good for uh, resolving situations and really just understanding and having better relationships with people. Well, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey to your own self-discovery from wherever you are. I've personally benefited from therapy before. Charlie uh, still currently uses BetterHelp. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a real quick questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash GML. All right. I will actually slightly agree with what you're saying to, yes. to an extent. <laughs> By the way, there's a line. There's a line that I think we have to draw in the concrete because I don't like saying that you can wash it away. Uh, a line we have to draw. We have to <laughs> we have to draw a line at the at the place of protection of rights. So we all believe in the natural protection to life. We believe in two very basic principles that don't harm people and don't take their stuff. And I think especially um, while I disagree with the likes of Matt Walsh and, and some of the Daily Wire folks, I do believe protecting children, let's say against gender-affirming surgeries, 
should be the government's role in protecting that life because that child cannot consent to something of that nature. And by default, you're protecting the sanctity of life of that child to grow up and be a human, to be an adult. And if they want to make that decision with their, when they're an adult, I think the government should stay out of that. But there is a line that government plays a role, as Thomas Jefferson said in the Declaration of Independence, that governments are instituted among men to derive their just powers from the consent of the government in regards to protecting the rights. And that's where we currently live, right? We, we don't have an ANCAP utopia. The Libertarian Party exists in the political game in the system of America. And so should libertarians engage in the culture war, I'm not talking about some fantasy land that doesn't exist yet. I'm talking about what we're doing right now should libertarians participate in that culture war and engage with it, not only do I think they should, but I think we don't at our own peril, by the way, because that's what makes you relevant. And so if we keep continuing on the same policies, we'll end up stagnant as we've been for the last 40 years. I would like to see the party grow over the next 40 years and not be the same. I want to be speaking to 10,000 people right now. And I think if we continue on the same path and we're not relevant in the culture war, in those types of things, and that's what it will lead to. I do think that we can be involved, and not really in the culture of war, but in the culture. And I think as libertarians, we think differently from the, the left and the right. And the ideas that we have that center around individualism, personal responsibility, you own yourself, don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. We believe that a society that runs on those morals would not have the problems that we have right now. And I think the things that we are talking about are actually symptoms of the fact that we don't have a society that runs by those morals. And instead of attacking some of the outgrowths of that, now you talked about gender-affirming surgeries, things like that. We agree on this because now we're talking about physical harm that's being done. And not so much things like uh, the drag shows, and I hate talking about it because I'm kind of disgusted seeing the videos and stuff that I see, I get it, okay, but I can't define harm in that way. I can't say that the government has a right to come in and protect from that because, okay, that's in that public space. What about in the home? Can you promise me that, that, that they're not going to see a, a video in the home, that it's not going to be in a movie, that there's not going to be some type of a live stream? At one point, does the government say, well, we have to protect kids from seeing this stuff, therefore we have to know every single piece of content that's coming in and out of your home because we can't have any kids seeing these things. And that is what I think we eventually get to while we'll agree on the morality of the subject. I think we're skipping around what makes libertarianism great, uh, which is the moral code that we all live by. And we, we don't want to do that so we can enforce each and every uh, moral decision on everyone, but we believe that the society itself would be better if everyone lived by the libertarian code, whatever that might be. All right, we're... Coming close to the uh, end of time here. Well, maybe closer than we think. I don't know. But I, got, I, I got a little bit more. Can we do a little bit more? Yeah, we'll have a uh, closing statement. Yeah, close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mine. You can go ahead and do that. Well, first, in my closing statement, I have to ask a question to my opponent and the ladies in this room. But I, let me qualify that by saying why, why just the ladies? I'm just saying you and the ladies, because I want to qualify that statement by saying the beginning of my closing remarks is that culture varies, right? It's not just the United States. There's culture all over the world, and to some extreme cases, right? And I want to bring up the likes of Saudi Arabia and other Middle Eastern countries where it's illegal for women to drive, 
or to walk down the street in some cases or to have a job or to get an education. And in those places, if a woman's caught doing that, she could be stoned to death, she could be beheaded in the streets. So let me ask my opponent and the ladies in the room, is it okay for government to step in and protect the rights even if it goes against the culture of the majority of the society. Yeah, the government would be protecting those rights by not enforcing the culture by law like they are right now. You actually just made an argument in my favor. But should libertarians, my, my thing is, should libertarians engage in the culture war, they should absolutely engage in the culture war to argue for the government to protect those rights. If they stay out of the culture war, then that culture continues on and they keep getting what they want passed. And then they can legally behead women in the streets. So the, the, the debate is should libertarians participate in the culture war? The answer has to be yes. If not, it's somebody else that's going to be running the culture war having that seat at the table. So I will say um, to gauge in the culture war is to gauge in the broader discussion of humanity and what it should look like. I say libertarians should take their rightful seat at the table so that we may offer our solutions that we so ardently believe in. Not only discuss culture, but actively pursue policy in a way that shapes our culture towards liberty. If we don't, we can just continue the same party policies that we have for the last 40 years and be in the same place. And not only do I believe that we should engage in the cultural war, if we don't, we don't at our own peril, or at the very least, our own stagnation. All right. Good. I'm going to let you have the last word because you needed it. Um, remember, we're going to match whatever the votes uh, the dollars that come in, we're gonna we're gonna do that. So do that. Thank you guys very much for having us. We really appreciate it, and uh, you're doing a great job, man. All right, come on. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate y'all being here.